Uh, wait, let me hear. I'm just gonna adjust. This. You better hurry the fuck up. Because <laughs> it was working for a minute when I first got on here, and then it just bricked, and I restarted, and then it still wasn't working. How's that? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Perfect. I like that. Great. Great. Wonderful. Oh, you don't one second. Oh, awesome. This is gonna be the whole episode. I can feel it. Done. Freeble. Yeah, there he I is. I finally came over to the dark side with this. <laughs> oh man. Listen, with as as with all technical difficulties on this show, as long as it's not my fault, it's awesome. I have all the pieces for my new computer. I just got to put it together now. Oh, that's it. I I mean, I guess step 1 is done. Sarah, do you want to say hi to America? <laughs> Wow, that was my really cold. cold. How was your Easter? Uh, it was good. How was yours? I uh, you had the in-laws over. We did future in-laws. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Pot, let's, let's chalk it up to possible in-laws. <laughs> just realized my door isn't closed. Hang on. God, this is just every. Don't judge me. It's fine. Actually, you know what? Hang on. I just realized that you stopped the podcast twice, and I haven't done it in the last thirty seconds. Hold on. <laughs> uh, it was good. We we tied eggs. We're going to have deviled eggs as soon as we're done with this, which means we got to wrap this mm. shit up quick. Yeah. Deviled eggs and something to wash that down with. What are you going to have? Oh, yeah. Alcohol of some kind. Melinda's already starting. That's good. <laughs> I try not to drink before we record because it like puts a film in my throat and I'm coughing the entire time. Let me show you for the people on Patreon. It has nothing to do with bringing down your ability to do the show. It has everything to do with the film in your mouth. Are you kidding? Coughing. It would absolutely not bring down <laughs> me on this show. It'd be nothing <laughs> to do with the impairment of your what is this? These are our eggs. Oh, those are some fancy eggs. I don't know if you can see them. But they're like alien Ooh. eggs. Wow. And space eggs and yeah. planets. We just died. You died? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in honor of Jesus, you died. So there's no there was no problems with your in-laws today? They were great. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit let down. I was really hoping. I was like, there's going to be at least one good story out of there this. There were two almosts. One was that uh, her dad, we knew it was going to happen, that there was going to be something. And right on, on the way out, I forget what it was, but it was about how like, oh, uh, something about pricing of something has changed over the past like 30 years or something. And he was like, yes, milk. no, it was something. It was something super generic. It was like food or something like hamburgers or something like gas or milk. No, it was something else anyway. And he said something like inflation. It's the hidden tax. And it was like almost up, like I knew the next words out of his mouth were going to be like, you know, those Democrats or something. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, exactly. The other one was that when we left the room at one point, Melinda heard them whispering and she doesn't know about what. <laughs> but she's pretty sure it was about something. It was definitely about it was about you. I would assume. And the length of your beard. Dude, I just ordered a beard care kit for men. That's what it's called in Ooh. those words. And I was really glad because I was worried I accidentally bought the beard care kit for women. But it turned out it was the one for men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, that's amazing. But uh, where'd you order it from? Amazon. Oh, those hacks. I think the company is Viking is the name of it. Viking they, beard You know, care. the Vikings had very good beards. So they I would trust it. Comes it. With, it's got beard oil, beard balm, and it came with it. It comes with a brush two combs, scissors, I think a mustache brush, which I'm probably not going to use, and it's a sandalwood scent for the balm and the oil. Did I ever give you, or did I just keep it for myself? Did I ever give you beard stuff, beard oils and beard balms? No. Okay. What? Sarah got me a beard kit 
one year for Christmas or something. What brand? I think it's Detroit Beard Company or something like that. Oh. I think we talked about this on the show before. Yeah, I think we But have. she got one for me for like Christmas and then it never came and she wrote to them and was like, hey, this still hasn't come. And they're like, we'll just send you another one. And then two came. And then I think I was going to give you one. And then... I want to say COVID happened, but this was so long ago that I was probably just selfish and kept it from you. Probably. But also COVID has been here for 20 years. So that's true. So who knows? And it will be here for 20 more. (laughs) I hate myself for saying that already. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and find that last Easter egg. My name is Chris Trebo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Los Banos de Hombres Done. Say hello, Andrew. Are you learning Spanish? Was that Spanish? That is the Spanish version of this. I think. Via Babblefish. That was great. Thank you. You like that? Yeah. I think that's the last one I got. I think that's my last one. We're recording a lot later in the week than we normally do, and I am not looking forward to editing this tomorrow all day. Good luck. Yeah. So when we record for 30 minutes and the episode is seven and a half minutes long, this is why. Well, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. (laughs) and (laughs) Yeah. Well, then let's get right to it. Should we get right into it? Let's get right into it. I think we got some good news. All right. I've got a couple of actually really choice items this week. So as always, Andrew, the choice is yours. I got a little bit of everything. Do you want to start with Marvel? Do you want to start with DC? What do you want to start with? Uh, Fuck you. Too bad. I want to talk about Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad has a trailer. They have a trailer. In fact, they have two. Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see both the trailers? I clapped into the microphone, but that's not my problem. That's future Andrew's problem. Whatever. <laughs> I, I saw them. Yes. I'm. This is why I don't like the format of this show, because that was one of mine. And I wrote a joke out for it. Oh, I'm sorry. Here. Do you want to do it? I would love to. Go ahead. All right, here, do you want me to, like, intro you a little bit? Like, give you a little alley-oop? Sure. All right. Uh, actually, Andrew, for this week, why don't we start off with uh, your bit of news first? Go ahead. Fuck you. That was a good joke. Did you <laughs> do several you. drafts Thank of that? Thank you. The, okay. Yeah, it went through many iterations. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, brought in some, you brought in some script doctors for it. Yeah. I did. So, yeah, nice. Yeah. Wow. It was, yeah, it was a real hoot and a half. My thing was the trailer for Suicide Squad just released and I couldn't be more upset. First, they get rid of the best Joker we've, we've, I wrote never had, but we've ever had. Now they're replacing Will Smith with a different black guy, which is confusing for racists. What's next? Justice League without Ray Fisher? <laughs> that, uh, you know what? I'm going to give it to you. I, I, I think that's one of your best. You really, you really outdone yourself. I've out-treebled myself. <laughs> oh, man, we are just on it today with the horrible jokes. <laughs> I think, you know what it is? We talked about how many dick jokes we did, like, last episode or two episodes. We talked about how many times we referenced yeah. our penis is, peanut, penis size. And so uh, I think we're both trying to, like... Tone it down. Do any joke other than that. And Yeah, uh, yeah. It's what Jesus would have wanted on Easter. That zombie. Anyway, so you saw them both? You saw the red band and the regular band? I did. I saw, like, a... Like a 
somebody like recorded it on their phone or something. I saw something like that. I didn't see like a oh the actual versions of it. Yeah, well, I saw the one like there was the main one that was released, and then there was another one right. that someone I just saw on Twitter. Someone was like, "Why didn't they release this trailer?" And it was like some it was like in an editing room. Oh, really? Some guy just like secretly recorded one. I thought that was the one you were talking about. No, there's a red band that has the it has um who's playing over it? I think it's a Steely Dan song. And then there's uh, then there's the other one. There's the the one that they really release first. Either way, just based on one of these trailers or both of these trailers or the fake thing that you saw, what are we? How are we feeling about this so far? Looks good. It looks amazing. James Gunn, man. Yeah, it's amazing to me that like Marvel fired him. Yes. And then DC was like, "We'll take him. Gimme, gimme, gimme." And then Marvel was like, uh, "JK, we want him back." And now he's just like, "Gimme all the jobs." He's just like. I got them all, bitches. Yeah, this looks incredible. Now, the only thing I'm, that has even given me the slightest bit of hesitation is simply because, if you remember, we did this the last time around with the Suicide Squad movie, where we saw the trailer. We've done this with every DC movie so far. That's true. Yeah. And we were like, this looks amazing. And then it shit the bed. Melinda, to this day, still makes fun of me for saying Justice League looked good. It did look good. Whatever. Listen, you're, you were right on that one. That it looked good I'm in the trailer. Anyway, I don't want to get into it. But the point is, this looks incredible. Uh, that being said, with that, it's now time to play America's favorite game show, Andrew. Who's gonna die? Andrew, who's gonna die? Well, we all are eventually, Chris. Yeah. Definitely the the German YouTuber. I can never remember his name, but he's the guy playing Javelin. Javelin. Because Harley Quinn is carrying his Javelin for half of the trailer? Sure. Yep. Also because who gives a shit? Yep. But also Blackard, probably, um, who supposedly is just a cameo. Uh, he's played by um, Super Bad Boy from Saturday Night Live. I don't remember his Pete name. Davidson. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. So he's, yeah, he's going to die. He's probably going, I predict Nathan Fillion as well, just because it's a funny thing. Yeah, I could see Nathan Fillion dying. I think... Um, What's his face? Uh, Doctor Who? Uh, big brain guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Louis Capaldi. Yes. No, Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. Louis Capaldi is his nephew, who's a pop the singer. singer. Yeah. Yes. Peter Capaldi. Capaldi. Mr. Capaldi. Senior Capaldi. Sir Capaldi. Monsieur Capaldi. I th- he's definitely going to die. Listen, anytime you have a brain that big, it's going to, it's just asking to be shot all over the, a wall. God. That didn't happen to Tim Blake Nelson in the Hulk. Yeah, that's true. But he didn't like, he wasn't like up and around. Like you saw that for a half a second. What happened to, to big head guy in um, Green Lantern? I, don't, I didn't see it. Uh, Green Lantern shot him in the head. That's not true. That's not true. You're making that up. That's why that movie was terrible. It's Chekhov's big brain guy. Okay. You can't introduce a big brain Chekhov's guy and then not splatter the sweet guy. big brains all over the wall at the end of the movie. That guy's totally getting stomped by King Shark or like shot in the head by, I don't know, somebody. Do you think but he's just going to get squished getting... by the tentacle monster? How can you not? By Starro? Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about. So... Anyway, hold on. Wait. We'll get to Starro in a second. Sean Gunn. Do we think Sean Gunn's going to? Die? He's gonna make it out. Yeah, he's gonna make it out. Rat man, right? No, that's a wolf man. Rat king or rat queen? No, wolf. The the hairy guy. Yeah, the hairy guy. That's what I'm saying. He's gonna he's gonna make it. I think uh, polka dot man is gonna make it. Oh yeah, David Dismalchin. Yeah yeah. I think because he wants to die, the running gag 
is going to be that he's going to constantly almost die and then make it to the end of the movie and be super depressed about it. How is that dude in so many superhero films? That guy works like a fuck ton. But specifically in... He's been in two different DC movies. He's been in... Yeah. And... um, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. I was like, he's in a Marvel movie. Yeah. He's been in all the geek movies. He was in... Two DC movies, Ant-Man. So he's done DC Marvel. He was in Blade Runner. Oh. Yeah. He's probably in Dune just because they make him do all the geek movies. And if not, they'll probably just put him in post. He's probably in Ready Player One at some place. He's probably in. I think he's one of someone's avatar in Ready Player One. Not one of his characters. Just David (laughs) DeSmolchin. Running around. It's just running around, just driving the DeLorean from Back to the Future, some such shit. I love that Starro is in this. I love that they... At first, I was disappointed that they revealed that he's in this, but they didn't show it so much that I'm like, well, now it's giving it away. Like, I don't know. We don't know if it's smart Starro, if it's dumb Starro, if it's just a giant thing. You also need to know... Who the villain of the movie right. is. It like, you can't have a trailer without showing yeah, who yeah, the villain yeah. is. Yeah. I also have a feeling, knowing James Gunn, just knowing the basic facts of, like, who the hero is and who the villain is, leaves a lot on the table to find out within the movie. You know? In some movies, they're so vapid that you you know who the hero is and who the villain is and what the conflict is, and instantly you're like, well, basically, I just saw the whole movie. But this one, I'm like, there's going to be a lot more to it. Even Guardians 2, I remember there was very little released about Ego. Yeah, I mean, even um, I just watched the Red Band trailer again before we before we came on the air. Before we came on the air, what are we doing? Morning radio? What the? F- you know, the commercial break, Andrew, I was watching the Red Band trailer again. Hello and welcome back to the Media Lunch Break, the only podcast where you eat a sandwich. That was very NPR of you. Yeah, I know. But Thank I was you. watching it again and uh, right before we got on with each other and I uh, don't remember the point I was making. Sbarro? Sbarro's? Sbarro. Yeah. I was name? like, I'm hungry for a horribly cheap cardboard pizza. No, I was thinking I was watching the trailer and I was like, I can't even piece together in what order or where in the movie any of these scenes are happening. You know what I mean? Like there's the the one trailer opens with them driving a van and trying to rescue Harley Quinn and then she's beat up. But then they're also on a beach, storming a beach somewhere. And I'm like, I don't know what order this is going in. I don't know if that's the, them rescuing Harley Quinn is the beginning of the movie because it's an introduction in the scene. But at the same time, it seems like they've already been doing a lot up until that. You know what I mean? Like I, it doesn't. I'm like, I don't know how any of this lines up. And I love it. It's fantastic. That's all I have to say about that. Is there any chance that Harley Quinn is going to die? You know, I think with James Gunn, there's always a chance. And they he said that DC kind of gave him carte blanche to kill anyone, which kind of makes me feel like Idris Elba is going to die, if anything else. Yeah. I don't think... Oh, and definitely John Cena. No, I think John Cena is going to make it. What? I think John Cena is going to make it because isn't there... There's a TV show spinoff or something Maybe, coming. Maybe, but I, I don't know. I think you could do anything. You could have a prequel. You could have someone else take on the mantle. That's true. I think that yeah. that's going to be a pretty big payoff. That we're going to be like, oh, I just want that guy to fucking, fucking die, die. And eventually he's going to die. It could. King Shark's going to make it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I also think there's going to be a villain controlling Starro. You think so? Yeah. I think there's going to... I think it's the opposite. I think it's going to be... You think it's a villain and then Starro's the big bad and they're like oh it must be this guy and then a giant starfish comes out and they're like that's the fucking guy controlling everything because that's what starro does starro te- telepathically controls people 
Though usually it's a starfish on the face. Oh, like a xenomorph. Yes. Like a xenomorph. But different. Better? No, just different. The trailer for Space Jam 2 and New Legacy just released, and I couldn't be more upset. First they take our problematic UFC fighters, and now they're coming for our sexy rabbits and rapist skunks. What's next? Song of the South without the racism? You're never on Facebook. Did you know anything about that? Yes, I do. I know things. Not everything is on Facebook, believe it or not. Okay? <laughs> yes, it is. Well, it is. But there, it's other places, too. It comes to Facebook via other places. People were upset that, like, Lola Rabbit's costume is different because it's less sexy. It's just different. Well, she looks different because it's less sexy. And that um, Pepe Le Pew is not in the... He was cut from the movie. That's incorrect. He's not cut from the movie? I have been working with WB on the merchandise for this film. For the past two years, no one has mentioned Pepe Le Pew. He was not in any of the merchandise, any of the artwork. Oh, okay. Penelope Pussycat, who is his victim, <gasps> is in the film as one of the players, which, like, cancel culture, am I right? Let me tell you, though, if, if you ask Penelope, it's a fine line between victim and lover. No, Chris. <laughs> I think that's a... You're going to get us canceled. Yeah. I mean... Anyway... Okay, listen. Let me just say this. Oh, God. No, stop digging. I only meant that when it pertains to cartoons. Is that better? I don't think it's better. I have no idea! <laughs> there was, a like, a New York Times writer who tweeted that, like, you know, Pepe Le Pew, kind of rapey. Kind of not what we should be teaching kids, which is, quite frankly... A fine sentiment, I think. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Right. And then, like, all these articles came out that were like, the New York Times is canceling Pepe Le Pew now. Our childhoods mean nothing to them. They're coming for your your rapist skunks or whatever. And, like, everyone lost their minds. And then there was an article that was like, and now it turns out he's not even in the movie. It must be because he's been cut because of this scandal. And it's like, no, he was never in the movie. No one cares. He was never, yeah. I think there, I think I read or heard that there was a scene that was written that he was there looking for him or he's going to be in the movie and they Release just cut it. Release the rapist skunk cut. That's a hashtag. But <laughs> at the same time, like, on uh, honestly, for me, on both sides of this argument, I say... Who cares? It's a cartoon skunk. But that's the thing, right? Is that like the the it was one guy's opinion. That's how this whole thing got started. And it's like, yeah, all right, that's fair. So like on that side, I'm like, yeah, that makes total sense. What doesn't make sense to me is the who gives a shit is like, why does every why is everyone exploding? Not it does. But that's what I'm saying. Like, none of this actually matters. Right. This is a fake thing. That's why my my victim lover joke. I'm like, it's a cartoon. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about real people. Sure. That's well, that's what people used to say when people were upset about um, Bert and Ernie potentially being gay. And Jim Henson said they are not gay. They are not straight. They are puppets. Yeah, they're felt. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's great. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> That's this is what I'm saying. But this if is another I was talking, example yeah. of like a company just making a decision and people losing their minds over also, it. Also, you Pepe, there's like a thousand characters in this. You don't know that Pepe Le Pew wasn't in it simply because there's a thousand characters in this, and right. they decided he couldn't fit into the movie. Right. Because like also, speaking of Ready Player One. All the Warner Brothers properties Brother stuff are in, this is film. in here. Yeah, it's so and weird, you, and they're kind of using this as um, 
also a little bit, I think a little bit of like a marketing tactic for HBO Max and yeah. Warner Brothers. Because there's a Game of anyway. Thrones dragon, which I didn't recognize, but Melinda pointed it out. Right. But if you watch the trailer, he's falling by all of these like planets. It's the Game of Thrones planet. It's oh. the he, he goes into the Wizard of Oz planet for a hot second. And then he lands in the two. What? Well, supposedly they go through a lot of like Warner Brothers properties throughout the movie to find whatever. I Yeah. But that's the thing is like there's so much in this. There's so much in this movie. I don't know if there's anything in this movie at all, but like fucking Iron Giant and Scooby-Doo and Flintstones of all of the characters, not only in Warner Brothers, but just in Looney Tunes alone. Like maybe they just were like, "Mm, maybe not this one this time. Like, who? no, who cares? Doesn't matter. They can't put all of the characters in everything. Right. You can't have everything all of the time in every single I know that thing. all of these people, their their favorite Looney Tunes character all of a sudden is Pepe Le Pew. Right. But he's going to sit on the sidelines for this game. That's fine. And you know what? Honestly, if they brought him back in, a, brought him back in another movie, why the fuck am I talking about Pepe Le fucking Pew this long? Anyway, but if they brought him back in a different movie, I also don't care. Like, I don't <laughs> care. The uh, Like... Here, I'm going to move you off of this topic. Please, because by the way, for the for the record, the bit is not that he's like the bit is that he smells bad. Okay, the bit is he's trying to he's trying to seduce a woman, and she does a a woman. Jesus, he's trying to seduce a female skunk. First of all, a cat. Is it a cat? Oh, that's right. It's always a cat, yeah. and the cat gets like a wet paint on it, it. it. It's a cat who looks like a skunk. Who looks like a skunk. He's trying to seduce a cat. So, first of all, no one's upset that he's trying to crossbreed in species, but he, <laughs> they're upset. He, also, he's not he's not like drugging her. He's trying to seduce her, and the bit is that he smells bad, and no one wants to be around him. Okay, so the Times writer brought up that there is like, there are scenes where like, he traps her in a room and locks the door okay that's and that's fair i yeah. understand that is yes that is fair all right i'm gonna get us off of this topic please for the love of Christ. ryan coogler is producing this yes he is producing this. i had no idea yeah he is producing this and i literally was like this thing was a million miles off my radar we just watched the trailer i'm shocked that you brought this up as a, as a news article i almost brought this up and then i was like there's no I'm going to bring this up and I'm going to get just a dead stone cold stare from Andrew just going like, what are you talking about? I, I wanted to bring it up because of the Pepe Le Pew thing. And like, you know, it, it fits in well with my uh, my general themes. Your theme? Yeah. <laughs> Your theme. uh, but like, I know I, I literally this thing was a million miles off my radar. And then the trailer came out right. and then it said Ryan Coogler. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, like, yeah. Could this be good? I, You know what? I think this will not be terrible i think first of all i think it's going to be one of those movies it's kind of it's going to be like the sonic movie where it's like you got to go in with it a great with a grain of salt it's a kid's movie okay so if you're going with like this is going to be amazing in a piece of cinema you're going to be let down okay i'm am i going to watch this when it comes out probably i remember i was you know in i think it was in middle school when the first one came out and i remember it being a big deal like it with the sound i had the soundtrack everybody had the soundtrack until the guy peed on the girl but yeah but i believe i could fly was track three and him peeing on the girl was track 11 so you can make it happen mostly through the album until you got there anyway (laughs) i don't care at this point i don't care listen 
You could, if you want to cancel us, that's fine. But if you're listening this long to a story about Pepe Le Pew, you brought this on yourself. We all have the soundtrack. The poster was every, everywhere. Uh, I didn't see it in theaters, but like everybody at the video cassette at, at some point, or we rented it and we saw it a thousand times. It, like it was a big movie for us, right? So am I going to watch it for a little bit of nostalgia? Sure. Why not? Am I going to give a rat's ass if this is like amazing to me? No. Is it going to be good? I think it might be good. Is it going to be great now? I'm going to just watch it. Just, I just really want to see what they do as far as bringing Warner Brothers stuff into this whole storyline. I think uh, unless the next trailer is like insanely mind blowing, which it could be because Warner Brothers owns DC characters. And if you notice, there's a part where he's like writing down names and the number one is Superman is Superman. So that could be cool. But unless that happens, I'm not going to fucking pay for this. No, and that's fine. You don't want, I mean, unless you have HBO Max, you that's the only way you'd have to pay for it. But like if someone else is like, hey, do you want to come over and watch this? Maybe I will someday. Right. Exactly. That's a thing. You're not rushing out to see. It. I'm not rushing out to see. It. I'm not going to like the day it comes out. I'm going to be like, I gotta, I need that night off. So when are we doing a commentary for Space Jam 2? Um, let's see. Let me see. When does it come out? Do you know? Let's do it right now. OK, great. Awesome. Hey, uh, Andrew, remember that time that all the movie theaters shut down and we were like, what are we going to see? What are we going to watch? How long is this going to last? Because eventually they're going to have to bring films to streaming. And Disney was like, the fuck we are. And then we said, well, I mean, after a while, you're going to have to release Black Widow because, I mean, this is getting kind of late in the day. You know what I mean? The sun's getting real low there, big guy. And they were like, yeah, no, you're, we're going to, it's, we're going to, we're going to show it on a big screen, big screen. Don't you worry about it. It's going to come out on the theaters and only the theaters. And then they said, Hey, listen about that big screen. We could do that. Or you could watch it on your little screen in your home. Do you want to do that instead? Let's just do that. Black Widow is going to be coming to Disney plus, which is completely against what they said they were going to do. So I'm curious do you first of all is this something that you would because it's premier access which means you have to pay extra for it is this something that you will pay for to see as soon as it comes out on streaming (sighs) yes it reminds me of like I think it's a Simpsons bit. It might be Family Guy where like a publisher is talking to Stephen King and he's like, so what else you got for me? What other ideas do you have? And Stephen King is like, oh, uh, I've got uh, one book I'm working on that is about and he looks around the room and he's like, it's about a um, oh a lamp. And he picks a lamp up off his desk and he's like, ah, it's a killer lamp. It comes to life and it starts killing people. Ah, and the publisher is like, I'll give you 10 million dollars for it. And, like, that's sort of how I feel. Will I? Yeah. Yeah, I will. Reluctantly, yes, I will. I don't know, yeah. man. How do you feel about it? I don't know that I'll actually pay for this. Is it worth paying for? Probably. Do we know how much it is? I'd have to see. They did this with um, the new Pixar movie, Raya the Last Dragon or whatever Yeah, I think they did it with Mulan as well. They did do it with Mulan, and they're going to do it with Cruella as well. Do you know if it's more comparable to a movie ticket or more comparable to, like, renting on iTunes or whatever, like three bucks? I think it's comparable to, like, a movie ticket. Mm, yeah, yeah that's, nah, but that's man. what I'm saying. Like, it's not really... 
I, listen, you're already paying monthly, right? And I'm I'm in the bag for this. I I'm gonna watch it, but yeah. do I need to run? But out? it's also going like it is going to be on there for free eventually. Like they've already said, all the Marvel movies are gonna be on there, right? Eventually, and that's what I mean. I'm like, I can wait this out. I'm not in that big of a rush. I mean, honestly, it's also a prequel. Like, how much info could there be that makes it so you don't understand the next? Well, movie? Well, that's the thing. It's like, is it gonna be a good movie? Probably. It looks. Uh, you know, they also released a new trailer for it, and it looks. It looks good. It looks about the same as all the other trailers. It looks like a good, solid Marvel movie, but, you know, it's an in-betweener. Are they going to... Is it going to feed in moving the storyline that is the MCU forward? I'm sure in some way it will. I'm sure it's going to have some sort of bookend to it or post-credit scene or mid-credit scene or something that's going to kind of catapult us forward a little bit. It would make very little sense to do this movie otherwise. But... The other thing is like a lot of this stuff that the other stuff that's going to be coming out. I don't feel like it's going to connect to it. I don't feel like I'm going to be missing anything by not seeing this, you know, ahead of Shang-Chi or trying to think of any of the other ones that have they have kind of lined up that's coming out. Eternals. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the case. Worst comes to worst. I'll read about whatever post credit scene is on the internet yeah, and then go and know with a little bit of information about something about the Eternals or Shang-Chi, you know, no, this is not worth, this is not worth me paying extra for. Absolutely not. If I wasn't doing a podcast like this, there'd be a hundred percent. No, would doing a podcast like this, where we talk about stuff like this and want to do it and probably want to do an episode up about it. You've got me at like maybe 80% sure that I'm not going to do this, but like there's 20% where I'm like, maybe I'll just fold. Yeah. If I text you when the day it comes out and I'm like, yo, you have to watch this. Yeah. We should do a show on it or something like that. You know, then maybe I'll just fold and pay for it. And then, you know, whatever. John Woo is set to produce a film adaptation of the Stanley created Monkey Master. And I couldn't be more upset. First, they make Captain Marvel a woman. Now they're making an Asian Marvel movie. What's next? Breakfast at Tiffany's without Mickey Rooney. I'm really proud of you for all of these. I just want I want to go on record and say that I'm not. I wrote them like an hour ago. You know what? And that shows real true bona fide talent. I literally 30 minutes before I came down here, I went. I literally said to Melinda, Oh, shit, I never did my news. Hey, listen, buddy. Anybody who can tie together Marvel and Mickey Rooney into a joke is a pure genius, right? And I won't accept any sort of humility from you. Good, I won't give any. Uh, Wait, what were you talking about? What is this? What the? What is this? Stanley's <laughs> monkey? What? Monkey Master. So there's this comic that Stanley started and he wrote a little bit of, but it never actually got published. But he talked a lot about it in interviews. He was really proud of it. It takes place in India and China, and it's based on a, like, ancient Chinese myth uh, about this guy who uh, who finds this, like, secret power and becomes this, like, hero of a local town. And so this uh, this comic is about this guy. He's a New York uh, maybe archaeologist, I think, and he, like, flies to China to do some research and he ends up finding this like a New York archaeologist. He is. Because there's so many ruins to be discovered in New okay. York. Okay. He lives in New York and he's an archaeologist. And he he flies to uh to China or maybe India to uh which I think is in China. I never took geography. Well those are countries, so is that true? India and China? Yeah. 
They're definitely countries. No, I don't think so. So he flies. Listen, I don't go out on a on a bold limb here often, <laughs> but I am going to go out on a limb and be very controversial here. I know I usually keep it pretty clean on this show, but I'm going to go controversial here. I'm going to proclaim India and China are definitely countries. Ooh, somebody went to high school. Anyway, I am totally getting canceled. <laughs> So, yeah, he goes and he accidentally finds this thing. It's very similar to, like, the Juggernaut's origin, actually, that he, like, finds this, like, hidden power thing and it, like, turns him into the superhero. Uh, And he ends up being this guy with, like, he turns him into, like, a monkey man with, like, a giant hammer and, like, superpowers. And he saves – I don't know anything other than that because it hasn't been published, but I assume he, like, goes on some adventures and saves the world in some fashion. And John Woo is producing it. Ah, that sounds interesting. That could actually be really good if it's not horribly racist. (laughs) What's John Woo? True. No, Woo. I did. I did that. I did that to myself. (laughs) Did that to myself. (laughs) Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear what Stan Lee had to say about Monkey Master in a uh, uh, 2016 interview? I sure do. He said, I have always been fascinated by the Chinese and Indian cultures. See, same country, which (laughs) which are so philosophical and rich in tradition and morality. I've written countless superheroes of every nationality and every part of the world before. I've even created many heroes from other planets and galaxies. But Monkey Master will be unique in how it interweaves myth to create a modern-day hero that will entertain fans across the world with his martial arts skills and unstoppable superpowers. God, I miss that man. I still think it sounds racist. Is that me? <laughs> I do. I think this Listen, is... Listen, even Stan Lee, as progressive as he was, he was in the 70s. He was a little racist. That's fair. Oh, that's right. I have to remember this was done in the 70s, wasn't it? This wasn't something he was working on, like... But right before he died. This was something that he created and know. then... Maybe okay. it was. I don't have any idea. I never read it. It wasn't published. I'm not Stan Lee. What do you take me for? You want to go ask him? I got a shovel. It's weird when you go on the tangents. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I don't know how to do it. I don't know. I don't know how to. You seem to. Whenever I go on the tangents, you handle it with a plum. When you go on tangents, I go and get a snack. When you do it, I'm just like, oh, I don't like this. Daddy's mad. Don't you forget it. Daddy's on the special sauce. Um. (laughs) Not yet. Let's wrap this up so I can get on the okay, special sauce. All right. I, by the way, I really feel like combining hard-boiled eggs and alcohol is a terrible idea. <laughs> it's protein. It's going to be no, good No, that's for why me. I want to I get this done, and I want to get you doing that as fast as humanly possible. Okay. I, you know what? Listen, I, racism aside, I'm looking forward to this. Let, I'll sum it up with that. You can put that on a t-shirt. You can put that on the website. You can put it on a bumper sticker. You don't even have to use it for Monkey Master or Monkey Man or whatever the hell we were just talking about. Just put it on for anything you want. I'll probably cut it out of the episode. Racism aside, I'm looking forward to this. Chris Treble. There you go. Just whatever, man. So really... Really weird episode. Okay, so we actually had a couple of different casting news come out. I'm gonna. There were three kind of interesting ones that I'm gonna. I'm gonna rattle off all three real quick. Ready? Okay. Russell Crowe is gonna be doing something in Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, I saw that. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan is gonna be playing Doctor Strange in Black Adam, and Helen Mirren is gonna be playing the villain in Shazam. My question to you, 
which one of those gets you the most interested and also take into account that your answer can be none of them. What is Pierce Brosnan doing? He's playing Dr. Fate. What did I say? Dr. Strange? You did. I did. Okay. He's playing Dr. Fate in in Black Adam. Got it. Wait, in Shazam 2, Helen Mirren is the villain? Helen Mirren is in Shazam 2. And Black Adam isn't in Shazam 2? No, he is not. A weird choice. Because they want want Black Adam to be his own franchise. Right, but... Isn't he a Shazam villain? He is normally a Shazam villain. Lately, he's become more of like just an all-around general, like an anti-hero. anti-hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of I think that's where they're positioning him is like they want a franchise based on Black Adam alone. I think Doctor Fate, man. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. I agree with you on this. I think of the three of these, that's the one that has me most interested. I think Pierce Brosnan is a really inspired choice for this. I think, you know, getting someone like a Bond to do like a Dr. Fate character, which is a little more intellectual, even though Bond is typically portrayed. I mean, lately Bond's been portrayed as like a guy who just kicks the ever living shit out of somebody. His Bond and the Bonds before them are a little more astute, if you will. They keep their powder dry. You're just on fire today. I cannot believe this. Yeah, they keep their powder dry. So I like that. I like that idea of having someone like him. Also, I like the idea. I have a feeling you're going to see him in the costume. And I like the idea of like seeing somebody who isn't just jacked beyond belief in the costume. Like he's a little more leaner, you know? And so I like the idea of like, yeah, we could see somebody who's a little because he's a mystic. He doesn't have to have the muscles. So that would that would be nice too. Well, and I was thinking too. Like I've been thinking, skinny is always. I hate to say this, but like skinny is always a better choice for like armored costumes and, and muscled costumes. Because I was thinking about like, like you watched The Mandalorian. The they got um, what's his face as Boba Fett, and he put on the armor, and I was like. When he doesn't have the armor on, he just looks like a regular guy. And then when you put on the armor, I was like, eee. But, like, I remember the, I don't remember his name, but the guy who originally played Boba Fett in the original trilogy is, like, 100 pounds and, like, 6 feet tall. And that's because when you add the armor, you look like a normal person then when you're that skinny. And I, I, I feel the same way about, like, we'll talk about it in the next episode, but in the in Justice League, Batman. I, yeah. I know exactly he, what he, you're going to say. He looks like a pumpkin. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. It's so weird. Yeah. Well, also because in something like that, even in Shazam, and I think they did this on purpose in Shazam. They wanted that look because they wanted the idea of like, he's not real. Like he's, he's a real person, but he's not. He's a manifestation. But like those guys jack up and then they also put rubber muscles on them. So it's this weird double layering effect. Yeah, that's the Batman because he takes off the suit and he just looks like a guy. But Affleck also did get like he bulked up for that because you can see it in Batman v Superman. But not that that much. much. Like he did a lot, but not like he doesn't look like a like he looks like a like one of those like the guys who like pull trucks with their teeth or whatever in the suit. And then when he takes the suit off, he just looks like a guy who works out. Right, right, right. Like I said, of the three, I think Dr. Fate, that's going to be the most interesting. And I think he's the most interesting casting. Helen Mirren, she's playing the villain. She's playing Hespera, who is this is a new character. They've developed this character for the movie. She's not an actual character in the comics until this movie comes out. And then she will be. I mean, Helen Mirren's probably going to be 
interesting and engaging in this short because it's Helen Mirren. Is this the same director as the first Shazam? Yes, it's the same. Okay. It's the same it director then. and writer, I believe. So, yeah, I trust it, too. And Helen Mirren can prove she can kind of like she's a great choice. She can do dramatic. She can do funny she can do whatever so uh, i think she can ride that line what is the last thing i know we've moved on but what is the last thing big thing that pierce brosnan was in big thing that he was in i I mean not enormous but like what's something that i'd be like oh yeah he was in that or whatever i could not tell you yeah right he's been in stuff uh there was definitely one that that um snow mountain movie what snow mountain Uh, they climbed they climbed the um what's that big mountain that kills people. Everest? Yeah. He, there's a movie maybe six or seven years ago that he, he and a bunch of people climb Mount Everest. Can you, can you be certain that that's, a, that that's a mountain or like... It might be a hill. Right? It might be a okay. country. Right. Yeah. Also, Russell Crowe is going to be in... He's going to be... It's a, I think it's a cameo. I think it's going to be I don't the, give a shit. I don't care. I like whether I don't know what it's going to be. I don't give a shit. I, I have never cared about Russell Crowe being in anything ever. Wow. I haven't. Wow. He's fine. In everything he does, he's fine. Wow. I haven't seen Gladiator. I'm told he's amazing Bold in that. Choice. He's fine. Bold statement from Andrew Dunn. Now he's wearing a fat suit and killing women with his car. Like as a... Oh, you don't, you don't know about that? As that's, a hobby? That's his, no, that's his latest movie. Oh. Is a, a woman cut... He's wearing a fat suit, and a woman cuts him off at a red light or something, and then he hunts her, her and her son down and, like, is trying to kill them or something. Interesting. Wow. Uh, just you might want to duck in a couple of minutes because I think Russell Crowe is throwing a cell phone at your head just for that statement. It's coming across state lines or country lines. Who can tell? At least I knew he's in a fat suit. I see on Facebook like I, when it was coming out, there were a lot of people who were like, man, Russell Crowe's really let himself go. Mm, it's it's 10 to 1 and pick him if, if, if you're telling me. It is a fat suit. I checked it. Oh, okay. I checked it out. Yeah, he was good in there was the he played. um What's his, what's his sexist? Javert. No, what's his stupid, I'm th- oh, Roger Ailes. The, Roger Ailes, yeah. yeah, Fox guy. Yeah, 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 He was actually real- I almost said Roger Stone, yeah. and I was like, that's not, it's the other one. I mean, you wouldn't, the other racist. you wouldn't be far off, though. He was good in that. He was really good Isn't, in that. Isn't, uh, what's his face playing Roger Ailes, too? John Lithgow? Yeah. He did that already. That happened oh, already. Did. Okay. Yeah. He was good in that too. Was, wasn't that a, that was a TV show? Nope. The Russell Crowe one was a miniseries. The John Lithgow one was a movie. <sighs> I can't do this, man. Do you want to call this show quits and just give up? Just permanently? <laughs> yes. This is it. This is the final episode. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we bring this train into the station not with a bang, but with a whimper. <laughs> All right, you got you got anything? You got. Not the phrase. No, no I combined I'm two done. different phrases into one yeah, phrase, yeah. and now it's the phrase you did about a train exploding yeah. <laughs> or not exploding because it's yeah, a whimper. whimpering. Yeah, yeah. It just runs out of gas. It just—I believe I, in my mind. I picture it pulls in the station, and all the wheels fall off. Literally, it's a train whimpering. I thought that was you crying in a corner. <laughs> I am in a corner. And crying inside. What? Uh, you got anything else? No. You don't? No. Oh. It's time to wrap it up, Chris. It is? Because I have one more. Uh, fine. We'll do this one quick, because this actually has to do with you and me. Well, I'll see you later. New York Comic Con is planning to have an actual in-person event this no October. Shit. Yes, they 
are. Is it just public restrooms? Is that the God event? willing, because let me tell you, there's no <laughs> open restrooms in all of Manhattan. But that's not the point. I mean, it is because I'm just pissing all over the place. But anyway, that's also not the point. What's the point? I don't, I don't know, Chris. Con is having an in-person event coming this October, but with a virtual element included. Okay, number one... What the hell is a virtual element? It's going to be in a warehouse, but we're all going to have to wear VR goggles. Number two, are we going to this or are we not going to this? Probably not from the sound of it. Okay. Also, depends on how, I mean, all these, all these, I almost called them countries, all these states, I get all the countries mixed up, but all these states are opening back up. Like Texas is like, hey, only 2,500 people died in Texas this week. So I guess we're good to open up all the restaurants and bars and no one needs to wear a mask. So like if all those people start coming to Times Square on vacation and then New York shuts the fuck down again, like we're not we're we're not going to have the option. But if it helps, the Javits Center where the New York Comic Con happens is also where they have all the vaccines. So maybe that's the best place to be in October. Maybe that's part of the entry. Now now you like go through a metal detector, they scan your stuff, you have to look through the bags, here's your vaccination, all right, you're good to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That's only if you buy the press pass. Look, man, I don't know. Is this something we're going to do? Is this? I know that's what you I just know, asked I'm me, but like, you, I don't are we know. gonna be? I want to. I want a definitive statement. I want our fans to know that the media lunch break will or will not be at the New York Comic Con. I know it's like. Wait, hold on. What month are we in now? April, May, June, July, September, October. I know it's six months away, but I want to make a decision right this second. Go. Are we going to the New York Comic Con? Yeah. All right, we're going. Unless next episode we change our mind. You heard it here first. <laughs> or before then, quite frankly. Or by the end of this episode, we change our mind. That's the definitive statements. That's the bold stances you get when you listen to the media lunch break. Welcome aboard, iHeartRadio. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. What? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, and even on iHeartRadio, as Chris just mentioned. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. Oh my god. Yeah, that's it. I'm amazed you got one. You can visit our Twitter, which is quite frankly poppin', where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break, where we make videos every now and then. We made a, we put up our WandaVision one on there. Ooh. It was about what the end, what the final episode could, what could happen in that episode. It was a prediction episode. It did get released after the episode aired. Yeah, but I was like doing that because then you can, if we were right, you're like, God damn, these guys are right. And if we're wrong, you're like, God damn, these guys are stupid. Yeah, that's just, yep, I know. Just, just keep going with it. Just keep going. Just, you just keep wrapping it up. Go for it. Go, just keep going. Just keep going. I know, I can't hear you. Nope, we lost the audio. But just keep, you finish the episode. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish the episode. And then we'll get out of here. Oh, come on. But we had such a good thing going. We were going so strong. Oh, no. Oh, man. Wouldn't even have needed to edit it, edit this thing. Well, except for the time when I just screwed up that word. What's going on with Andrew Dunn? 
What's happening with Andrew Dunn? He was here, and then he's not, and then he's back, and then he's gone. What's going on with Andrew Dunn? What's going on with Andrew Dunn? I think he's gone to eat an egg and then get drunk and record some more. What's going on? I can't keep doing this anymore. Old. Hey, there he is. Nope, I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? Oh, no, I can. Now I can. <laughs> okay, good. Now I can. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. All right. <laughs> Uh, sorry for anyone, my audio just cut out, but we're going to finish this. You can find, I don't remember where I left off, but we're on, uh, we're at youtube.com slash the media lunch break. Yes, that one, that oh, one. Oh, shit. There's a fire. Not a fire. Is there a fire? This should happen every episode. We're just in the middle of it. Andrew just goes, forgot to close the door again. Oh. You can also find us on patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Give us money because for God's sakes, for God's sakes, we need it. Clearly. I need it. Clearly. Give me your money. You're not doing anything with it. I'll do literally anything. I'll do literally anything for your money. I have a list of demands. Not you. What? You can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com, or you can visit our website, which is themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rate and a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, etc., wherever else you can give ratings and reviews. Give us a thumbs up and a subscribe at YouTube. Yeah. And last but not least, thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. Who's our OG patron and friend. Yeah. Who we love with all our hearts. Yes. All right, that's that's gonna be it. Let's get the fuck get out the of here before this happens out again. Out of here before this happens again. Come back next week. We're gonna be talking all about how much Andrew hated the Snyder Cut. You might be surprised. <gasps> I won't be. All right, <laughs> that's it, everybody. A good bye. I feel like I should just. We're not even gonna do like a little post ramble, are we? We have. 20 seconds left. Are you sure? Should we just stop it right at 60 minutes on the dot? That's not funny. That's not funny at all. Don't do that. That's not funny. It doesn't work for the podcast. You hated my visual gags and now you're pulling this shit on me? I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. You should never apologize in advance or in post.